1: Blog Talk Radio The great city playboys They're always around To help build your home up They'll help drag you down They'll leave you with nothing, worth singing about.
2: So now you're in, and now you won't out. Happy
0: Devil's Night, Mains. It is October 30th, 2013. You're checking in with your smoking nephew, Blaze and Rye, on a show we like to call Blaze and Rye Backstage, and I'd like to welcome the Richter to my O'Brien, the McMahon to my Carson, the Schaefer to my Letterman, the Sonny to my Cher, the Sade to my batter and Mr. Jonathan Weeks. Jonathan, how are you?
2: Good, man. How are you
0: doing, man? Doing all right, man. coming back again. Like a rolling thunder, chasing the man. wind. Forces pulling from the center of the earth again. I can, I feel, can it. feel
2: it. <laughs> what's oh, that's that's what's
0: going on, buddy? How much, What's going on? It's getting
2: cold out here. It's cold
0: out here. <laughs> Is it getting cold out there for a primp? <laughs>
2: It is, man. I cannot believe it's been a week uh, since we did the show. It felt like two days. I was looking forward to this show, though, man. This is the only thing that gets me through this damn week. Oh, <laughs> no. Yeah,
0: yeah, I agree. Uh, well, you know, we'll, we're, and I think other people feel the same, so we're going to take you, you know, through the night and over the hump. We're here for you. We're here. You have any questions? Right. You have any uh, advice you'd like to ask Mr. Dr. Drew Weeks? You've got to call 917-388-4131 and hit number one to know you're waiting to speak to to us. That's 917-388-4131. Also, you can join the chat room or tweet at us at BRBackstage. That's B as in butt, R as in ruckus, backstage (laughs) on Twitter. Um, So, John Weeks, I just uh, saw my... Friend uh, Evan Galvin posted on Facebook: uh, New Haven Pizza was named the best in America.
2: Right, (laughs) we Come on, New Haven Elm City Pizza is the best pizza in the nation, in the world, in the universe. I really don't think aliens can cook better than that. But um, you know that (laughs) brick oven, thin crust, a little bit burnt on the crust. Oh, it's the best pizza in the world. Nothing compares, man. That's premium, good quality pizza. In the big three, you know, you got what moderns, uh, Peppies and Sally's. You can't be better. It can't be any of them.
0: Yeah, I would put them in the in the reverse order, but yeah, those those are the big three. Um, and uh, yeah, yeah, I saw this article from CBS New York. Uh, it says New York may be known for its pizza, but it's a pie from New Haven, Connecticut, that takes home the prize as best pizza in America. The website, The Daily Meal, compiled a list of the top 101 pizzas in the nation, drawing on votes from what it describes as 46 American chefs, restaurant critics, bloggers, writers, and pizza authorities. While New York grabbed the most slots, 30 in all, it was Frank Pepe's in New Haven that topped the list with its white clam pizza made with clams, grated Parmesan, olive oil, garlic, and oregano. Frank Pepe's co-owner, Francis Rosselli, said, it's not the first time the restaurant's been recognized for its pies. And he's quoted as saying, those accolades are always welcome. We appreciate them very much. Uh, we certainly feel honored every time that happens. And coming in second is uh, Brooklyn, uh, Brooklyn's DeFara Pizza, which actually my colleague uh, DJ has told we must go to. So it's, uh, it, you know, it's, it's my two two hometowns. Uh, in number one and two, and you know what else is is fascinating? I saw John. We in this particular, um, in the Daily Voice of Wilton, Connecticut, uh, of all places. Uh, I found out that the colony in Stamford, Connecticut, ranks 27th. Uh,
2: I'm on the colony, man. I told you about that colony. It's it's a it's a weird kind of pizza. It's like a personal pan pizza from Pizza Hut, but they pour that oil all hot. Uh, tomato, pepper oil
0: all over it oh. all. <laughs> we have entirely different views of the colony, because your dump ass didn't tell me about the colony. It was, when, it was when I was a little kid, we were like, where do we go get pizza at my grandparents' crib, and my Uncle Tom, yeah, it's really Uncle Tom, asshole, he goes, oh yeah, go to the colony over in uh, Stanford. That's why I put in my dad's it, oh, my God, that sounded awful. That's, let me knock on wood, that doesn't happen. That's why I put in my dad's wedding speech, Whew. Um, my best man speech, uh, something about, you know, if, if, I, if I ever get diabetes, I'll know why, because of my Uncle Tom suggesting the colony. Uh, you are, however, the one who told me about the hot oil pizza, uh, which Tamika also talks about, and uh, it, is, it is fantastic.
2: Oh, it's blazing ride right there. That's that's, that's how blazing it is. It's delicious. Woo!
0: You, you know what's... Uh, guess what pizza got the uh, 27th in the nation from the colony? Guess guess what type of pizza it was. So we know it was the clam uh, at Pepe's in New Haven. What kind of pizza do you think from the colony?
2: Ooh. Uh, it's not it's not just the regular plain, the moots, the hot cherry pepper oil moots.
0: You're, you're on the right track. It's that plus
2: something. Woo, a uh,
0: Close, but no cigar.
2: Damn, sausage?
0: Yes, the sausage pizza with hot oil at Colony Grill, which has Fairfield County locations in Stanford and Fairfield now, was ranked 27th in the nation. Now that is just, I think it's a, it's a good, it's a good day for America, everybody.
2: That's a great day for America, even better day for the great state of Connecticut and the great state of New York. But I will say, yeah, you're, you're right, because I remember my friend told me they get their sausage from a locally you know, manufactured sausage place uh, in Sanford, I believe. That's probably why it's, uh, the sausage is so popular there.
0: You know what, Anna, at the, uh, when I was in Los Angeles for my friends Jackie and Kim's wedding a few weeks ago, I went to dinner at The Grove in L.A. with uh, our good friend Bryce, a.k.a. Paco, and his wife Julia, uh, and when we went, um, I ordered the Diavola pizza, which was very spicy. I woke up at 4 a.m. that night thinking I was going to uh, have a heart attack. Um, you know, I needed some Tums, and there were none, in it, none around. But um, I had the Diavola pizza, and it was at a, you know, a kind of fancy Italian restaurant at the Grove. And when I went to Bryce's wedding in Italy... Um, I had a bunch of Diavola pizzas as well. It's like, all we ate was these pizzas. And, uh, you know, they're made the old-fashioned Italian way, which we Americans view as kind of gourmet, and it's a smaller pizza, and it, it's fucking bullshit. Am I right? It's bullshit! <laughs> right? Am I right? Am I right? Am I right? Am
2: I right? Oh, you're right. You're damn right. Damn right, man. Damn right. <laughs> With
0: all due respect, with all due respect, uh, because the thing was, Bryce and Julia were trying to um, kind of knock people for, like, for preferring American-style pizza with big slices and shit, and I'm sitting there like, uh, well, yeah, because it's fucking better.
2: <laughs> hey, now, I don't think anything can beat American pizza. I've never had a real true Italian pizza, but woo, hoo uh, American pizza's best. What are, the, what are they? I remember reading an article about Frank Sinatra. He, you know, had access to any pizza he really wanted. He, he grew up in Hoboken, where, um, and he had access to New York pizza, but he always sent his chauffeur out to Sally's Pizza in New Haven to get his pizza, favorite pie there. I think was, Wait, uh, who, uh, Frank Sinatra did this? Frank Sinatra. I remember reading an article about it, yeah. Wow. Sally's Pizza. He would always but, you know, pay his chauffeur to go over there, get him, pick him up a couple pies, and bring him back.
0: That, I mean, where where was he staying? He would bring him all the way from New Haven to New York.
2: Uh, to uh, New York or Hoboken, yeah.
0: Oh wow, that's crazy talk. Th-
2: uh, that but it's, crazy worth talk. It. It's, yeah. it's worth it. it's worth it. You know, you got to do what you got to do. You
0: know. <laughs> um, well, yeah. If you got the money and the resources and the <laughs> minions to do it, then go ahead. He was probably, you know, getting his his uh, duck sicked at the time. <laughs> So, uh, how do you feel about, how do you feel about if it's somebody that you used to know in high school and you haven't seen them in a while, except you ran into them once and you were like, let's get together, but then any time you texted that person they never texted back, how would you feel about a stop and chat with that person today?
2: Woo! A stop and chat, just like a random stop and chat or something you... Uh, are prepared for.
0: You no, know, it's it's random because you know you see them on the street or on the train and then you uh, you have know, to stop and chat. Uh,
2: those those occasions I think are special, man, because you're not playing for them. And secondly, and most importantly, they come out of the blue and you're you're gonna you know half a chance this happens and uh, it's just I think it's meant to be. Sometimes I think it's you know you, you should take it as it is and uh, use that opportunity to. To hang out with that person, or at least have a good conversation, and maybe reconnect. I think that's that's happened to me a lot of times, especially in college. I don't know why it's you know where you're thinking about somebody and you haven't talked to them in a while, and the next freaking day you see them. I, I you know, and that happens. You know, not all the time, but you know when you when you really think about somebody, it, it does happen sometimes. So I think it's weird, it's uh, bizarre, uh, but I think it happens for a reason. You know, it's it's a good occasion to to really catch up with somebody.
0: Well, you know what's weird about this week is that I uh, kept seeing people that looked like my old uh, ECA and Wilbur Cross classmate in New Haven. Um, uh, her name is Kate. I won't say the last name, but it rhymes with Schmeckia. So I, this whole week, I've been seeing people who look like her. Like, I've seen at least two people who look like her. One yesterday, one today, I believe. Maybe one Monday. Um, So, like, the universe is clearly pointing me in her direction. And Mm -hmm. then today, when I left work and got on that N train, I walked through the train car, and lo and behold, to my left, who do I see but the very person I've been thinking that I've been seeing, my old uh, classmate, Kate Schmeckia. So, I, guess what I did, John Weeks?
2: What did you do? I would have went crazy. I would have went, what the heck? Oh, my God. Wow. That's weird.
0: I ignored the shit out of her.
2: Oh, you did see, you see exactly what I would have done. I'd do that. Oh.
0: May, you just say you did all the different, you said, you said, oh, it happened for a reason. It's a great moment, blah, blah, blah. Now listen, I just want to make it clear that it's nothing personal, but the thing is I was just not in the mood for a stop and chat, and maybe I haven't spoken to this person in about five years, but when we actually did speak, we exchanged numbers, and I would text her to see what she was up to, and she never texted back, so I figured if she didn't say anything then, then maybe she's not going to want to say anything now, and I was kind of trying to get in the zone, prepare for the show, and listening to my motivation Spotify mix and I, I just wasn't in the mood for a stop and chat. What do you think about that?
2: I, well, I mean, I don't know what kind of opportunity it really is. You know, I mean, it's just an opportunity to reconnect and make <laughs> a, a friend out of this person. But, you know, yeah, I don't think it's a big deal. Um, it, you know, I, I'm the same way. I don't know why the hell I'm the same way either. But I do that all the time. Like, I, I was in a bar, uh, not a bar, but a... Uh, Law school uh, barbary class, you know, studying for the uh, the, the bar family. Wait, that's
0: a lot different from a bar, no? You're in a law school (laughs) school class?
2: I know, I know. And there was this girl I knew from elementary school, all the way from elementary school, man. And I didn't know she was a lawyer or or training to be a lawyer. She sat right freaking next to me. We both looked at each other, smiled, and we never talked to each other in the entire six-week class. I mean, how how (laughs) awkward is that? I mean, that's just so awkward, and, you know, we were friendlier in elementary school. I don't know what the hell happened there, um, but, yeah, it's weird, man. I do that, too. I, you know, I don't believe in this stuff. I'm, I'm a skeptic, you know, at heart, but, you know, my friend forced me to do a, like, psychic uh, psychic reading kind of thing. It was, like, a, it was really odd, and it was really good, and I think she was, you know, I was very believable, and she gave me like advice on a lot of things, and I didn't follow any of her advice. <laughs> uh, okay. So I, have, I have no idea why I do those things, but yes, uh, I try to kind of do the opposite of everything. I'm like a contrarian, a natural contrarian, I think.
0: <laughs> do you think that uh, what do you what do you make of the? Well, let me just tell you that it was it was pretty awkward because I was doing what you were doing in that class for six weeks. I was standing there on the train, and she was sitting not but about eight feet away from me. Uh, I stood on the same side, so we weren't in each other's gaze except just in our periphery, and I kept looking over, and I feel like she may have been doing the same thing. Maybe not. Maybe she was just, you know, clueless. Um, She looked great, by the way, just in case she's listening to this. Uh, But, you know, we never uh, acknowledged each other, and and it was awkward because I kept kind of like, Glancing over, but like really hoping that she wasn't looking back. You know, right? Right. <laughs> I
2: mean, oh man. <laughs> what do you? Know what what do you of make of, of the? F- f-
0: well, what do you make of the fact that I kept seeing other people who looked like her the past few days, and then today I see her. Isn't that crazy?
2: I think that's crazy. That's bizarre. I, uh, you know, what does I'm it mean? Like, I don't. Uh, you subconsciously you have like a. a need to see this person for some reason but you kind of totally passed up on it.
0: <laughs> I know, I like, the universe is telling me that I need this person in my life right now, like particularly this week and then I just, you know, I let the moment go.
2: You, you ignored the universe my friend. Not, not many people can do that. That's pretty good, right?
0: Or, or, what if we look at it this way? What if we look at it that I just needed to be in her presence for a moment and there was a a feeling of comfort amidst the awkwardness. There was that. Maybe that's all the universe was telling me I needed.
2: Hey, that's, a, that's another way to look at it. Maybe that's all that was... You're right. Maybe it was just an acknowledgement of the presence of the other person. I don't think it's always just one person thinking about another person and they meet up. I think it's both connections, kind of working together and coming together at one point. And that that coming together is so supernatural to me. I think there's... there's there's got to be an order and reason to it. It's not just that you're there to, you know, you just cross paths randomly. I don't, I don't believe in that. So I, I think maybe that's all it is. Maybe all you needed to do is know that, that that person existed and still around. And, uh, that's, you know, it's, it reminds me of that movie, like before sunset or whatever that, that goofy mm-hmm. movie was. But, um, <laughs> is that a goofy movie? I thought
0: it was a serious movie.
2: No, it was a good movie. It was a romantic, it was a good movie. But, you know, I, I, I think that you might be right. Maybe the universe just wanted you to know that you're both okay and you're doing well and you're both, you know, you're fine. You know?
0: Yeah, well, except for me.
2: See, those are the the, the, the unknown questions of the universe that science will never, ever be able to explain, I think. Uh, you know, I've, I've had similar, where I don't see people. I, I, you know, the fact that it manifested in, like, physical reality, is kind of bizarre. It's really scary, actually. But, you know, uh, I've have, I had... Have, I've had dreams of people where I think about a person and then I'll see them the, the following week when I haven't seen them in a year or two. And that happened a lot in college. I think that's really kind of weird. But, um, mm-hmm. wow, I, I don't know what to say, man. That's that's special right there. I think you'll see this person again. You will. But <laughs> I tell you, you'll probably ignore them again, too. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: the, what, what, so tonight is uh, October 30th. What are you doing for Halloween, John Weeks?
2: Halloween? <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not doing anything uh, for Halloween. Life is kind of boring um, out here for Halloween, but I'll probably pass out some candy, you know, when I can. And uh, you know, I think it's supposed to be like a dress up at work for you know, costume wise, but I haven't had time to get a costume. But I wish everyone happy Halloween and be safe out there. Be good kids. <laughs>
0: um. Well, yeah, that that was a terrible answer. What's if you were dressing up? If you were dressing up for Halloween, what would you be?
2: I've always wanted to be, and I don't know why. Uh, uh, remember Krang from Ninja Turtles? Remember the body <laughs> suit? <laughs> yeah,
0: of course I remember Krang.
2: Krang, <laughs> I wanted Krang's body suit. I just. I thought that was ridiculous, with the red underpants and the, the big hulking body and the small little like you know, glasses that he wore, the goggles. think thing looked ridiculous, but I want I want that suit, that costume. I want it.
0: How would you chop your head off and put it down in the middle of your body?
2: That's a really good question. I would have. I don't know. I would have to get a good doctor to uh, to do that, or a magician. <laughs>
0: A doctor or a magician. Hey, where do I go to fix my leg? I go to the magic show. So this, I know some people, I've known some people in my life, mostly ladies, who sound exactly like Krang. Sometimes a man, but mainly there's like one man and three ladies that
2: talk like this. It
0: is unbearable.
2: Krang <laughs> was like the worst boss ever. He was like... Showing his face, he was a micromanager. manager. He had the worst voice ever, and then he was like intimidating with that huge bodysuit that looked really goofy. But you wouldn't want to laugh at Crane because he'd kill you. But you know, it was it was odd to me. Shredder just seemed so so much more badass. But uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> well, I'm not dressing up. I uh, I don't think it's verboten. But uh, if I were, what I would do is what I've done the last uh, few I don't know hundred years is. Cut, cut a couple black uh, construction paper circles out and put them on my uh, shirt and uh, in a column and wear a black tie and a white shirt and then I go as three hole punch Jim from The Office which is what he did on The Office season two. You know, Have you I seen that costume?
2: No, I have not, but I think that's pretty creative actually. I like that.
0: Yeah, so I mean it's, it's very simple. You know, All you need is just a black sheet of paper and some tape The problem was I had to carry more holes around with me because the holes kept falling off my shirt.
2: That's what she said.
0: (laughs) Is it? It's a weird thing for her to say.
2: (laughs) I know that is a weird thing. I actually was uh, planning—if I was in Connecticut—I would have dressed up as, uh, you know, one of my favorite music videos is uh, "Sabotage" by the Beastie Boys. We wanted to dress up as Mm -hmm. those like 1970s FBI cops or something like that, and. Run around with a big boombox with sabotage playing, but uh, yeah. it's, not, it's not meant to be.
0: No, that would be amazing. You should totally do that tomorrow and take a picture.
2: I should. I should. The scary thing is, like, if you do certain things now in Halloween, it used to not be like this, but you know, they probably would mistake us for actual FBI people and probably shoot us or something. Some some yeah. angry guy at some house.
0: Well, uh speaking of Halloween, I need I need advice from Dr. uh Dr. Drew Carey here. Um okay. I have Okay. Dr. Carey here. This, uh <laughs> I, <laughs> you sounded more like stone cold Steve Austin.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh hell yeah. <laughs> um
0: so uh okay, so a-, a few weeks ago I mentioned to you that I was uh uh, Quitting drinking, and, drinkin'. and um, that has not exactly panned out in recent weeks. I've, you know, I've, I've, I've uh, uh, played, I've, I've parlayed with the devil's liquid uh, a few times, and you know, made horrible decisions and just been a fucking idiot. Um, now, I kind of, on Friday slash Saturday, that was kind of the moment when I was like, all right. All right, like this, this might be bottom right here. I got to fucking stop this shit. Um, however, what's going on tomorrow is that my, uh, one of my BFF4Ls, Mac McAllister from Ireland, is flying in with his family tomorrow, and I'm going to be with a whole bunch of drunken Irish people, and Mac and I have always... Been hammered together. I I can only think of maybe one night that we weren't hammered together. Um, And then tomorrow we're also going to some, I think, uh, this dinner place where. And I've been on this diet, and we're going to this dinner place where the menu is all family style and it's Italian and everything is very like carb heavy and shit. Um, Whereas you know I've been trying to figure out like I looked at the menu and I was like all right well maybe I could get the salmon but here's the thing it's a family style restaurant nobody's going to order a salmon at an Italian place so uh, I I need advice on how to handle the next five days that he's here especially tomorrow being Halloween being the first time I see him in over a year being at a family style Italian restaurant
2: and Ooh, you know alcohol. My gosh. Yeah. Ooh, that's that's. This is a tough, tough situation. I, uh, all right. Well, I mean, uh, you know, how serious are you about the alcohol? Are you? Uh, do you want to quit entirely, or do you just want to limit it? I mean, uh, I, it, it, a, it's it's it's
0: almost it's almost not about wanting to. It's about being at the point where I need to.
2: Right. Right. Okay. For various um,
0: reasons, you know the horrible decisions I make, the health health aspect. I don't want to get the diabetes, you know, stuff like right. that.
2: Right. Well, that's that's serious. That's really serious. Um. Um. Well, in terms of the drinking, I'll, I'll I'll go. You know, let's go with the the alcohol. Uh, I think it's more of a serious issue and a harder issue to tackle. I think, in my opinion, since you're already at the point where you you know it's a problem and you want to end it. Uh, I think he just got a level with Mac. You know, I know Mac. He's a good kid, so he'll understand it. You know, you just got to let him know that you you can't drink. And you got to let him know that he's got to kind of watch you and try to help you not drink, you know, as a responsible friend. And, you know, just let him in on it because you guys are close friends and he's a good kid. So um, I don't see any problem with that. I don't see any problem with you not drinking and still having a good time. You know, a lot of times I have that feeling where I don't really want to drink with these guys. I just want to have a freaking good time. And, unfortunately, it amounts to that where you have to drink to have a good time. And I know you're predicting that. I think everybody does. But, you know, you may be in more dire straits uh, in terms of health. Um, I think just leveling with your honest friends is fine. I think um, having a good time is is important, too. So if you can't limit it, then I would just eliminate drinking altogether the next couple days and tell Mac about this. And I'm sure he'll understand. And just let loose. Let loose. Be, Be yourself. Have fun. Um, I think the, you know, if you're comfortable with yourself, you'll be able to let go of the alcohol and just have a good time and Mac won't make it the central focus if, if he's a responsible and you know uh, amenable friend. Um, and I think mm-hmm. that won't be that much of an issue, you know, because I think he's a good kid and you can still have a good time mm-hmm. without breaking. And Halloween's about letting loose, you know, just going out there having a good time with yourself and <clears throat> you know, well, just relax, you know, let it go. You don't have to impress anybody or you know, you, you don't have to, you know, you know, a lot of people go out, you know, it's weird to me sometimes. A lot of people go out with this idea, I'm going to have some good time, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. You know, let it let it fly. Let it be, you know, spontaneous. That's, uh, I think, the best yeah. night. And I think, I think that's why, you know, I had such a good time with you, because uh, you're spontaneous. And I think, uh, hey, it's fun to, to hang out with you because of that. And uh, I think that's the best fun to have. I don't think it's, the fun is ever really true fun when it's, deliberate and you know you gotta drink and you gotta go with and do this gotta hit up this spot I think that's just like that's freaking you know for the GTL guys for the Jersey Shore dudes but um uh as far <laughs> as the food goes you know I, I know uh-huh. all the Jersey Shore goes Jersey Shore guys but you know if still I have a plan I, I just I, that's not me I don't do that and um the more actually the more planning that it gets involved in an event I actually dislike it more but uh uh, maybe that's just because I'm non-committal. but uh, what is it? The, the, the food? I think the food is less of a serious <laughs> issue. Wait, whoa, hold up.
0: Did did you just have a stroke? You were, you were, everything was great, and then all of a sudden you're talking about planning something on the Jersey Shore. I, <laughs> what was that?
2: <laughs> I have no idea. I don't know why I started going off on, on
0: the tangent. You were right like, I, uh, I don't... You're like, I don't do that. I don't even know what you were saying you were doing. Don't do.
2: <laughs> I am sorry. Okay, can't cut that out completely. I think that was uh, my, <laughs> my whole uh, the recorder there. <laughs> okay, so yeah. on
0: to the food issue.
2: On to the food issue. Um, yeah, it's going to be tough in a family uh, kind of Italian restaurant where you, everything is carbs. I know exactly what it's but that's my favorite kind of restaurant, You know, just to be honest. But, yeah. Um, you know if there's no problem with, with ordering something that's that's fattening and, and bad for you, but you know forcing it out I think portion, you know eat half of it take the rest uh, home a lot of people, I've seen that a lot that, that happened a lot. My sister did that she lost an incredible amount of weight uh you see also yes. exercised like just like a madman a mad woman but um uh, and it saves you a heck of a lot of money too so uh you know eat half of it take the rest home a lot of people won't even notice or care that you do that. And I think that's just a responsible, uh, you know, eater uh, would do that. So, you know, and, and you'd have to create this kind of regimen. I think the only people who really truly lose weight are people who stick to a regimen and continue to go through that. And you you got to notice that you'll have flips and falls with the diet, with any diet. And because, uh, you know, people want to go out and have a, time, a good time. People want to be human beings. So, uh, you know, recognize that, recognize that you have some, certain failures, but get on a regimen, uh, you know, order what you want, but, you know, try to control your portions and I don't think that'll be that big of a deal, you know, and just recognize that you have slips and falls. That's just the way life goes, I think.
0: Yeah, I, I think you're, you really hit the nail on the head with, with two out of three of those. I don't know what the <laughs> fuck that middle part was, but, uh, <laughs> my, uh, uh Brooklyn Mike told me today, he was like, he was like, all right, so it's all about, at this restaurant, it's all about portion control. So, like, you, you got a fist, you make a, that's, that's how much carbs you should have, like a, no more than a fistful of rice. And then with protein, put your hand out. And no more than, than a hand of protein, you know, the size of a hand, and then just vegetables just go to town. So he was talking about portion control just as you are right now.
2: Right. I don't I don't know about the the fisting and everything but You know, <laughs> 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 you know, eat, just eat half of it. That's what you know. Just eating half will cut your cut your weight and cut you know, and, and you gotta train your appetite. I think your appetite is totally something of a uh you know, a function of the brain where you have to train your brain to kinda like, This is enough, that's it, I'll save the rest, that's that's another whole meal. And um But maybe you know,
0: Maybe he has a point. If I fist my food I won't gain any weight, you know? <laughs> That's
2: true. That's true. Uh, you know, maybe 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 you have to eat the food in the bathroom. You'll be so disgusted that you won't eat anymore. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Take a page out of the week's book, sandwiches. Sandwiches. Let's uh let's open up the let's we'll get back to this, trust me, but let's open up the hot mess award. Hey
2: God, who's a mess?
0: time for oh, a Amen. Amen. The way your faith and light reminds me of that night. God led me down into a rose.
1: Lord Jesus.
0: <laughs>
2: What's going on,
0: sire?
1: Oh, cards are getting whooped up. On waka waka is getting faka would right about now.
0: Oh. <laughs> I know. Uh huh. So you want you want to see you you want to see a game seven though, right?
1: I want to see game seven. That's all I want to see. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, me too. Me too. Well. I want to
0: see the cards win though. Uh mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so. Uh, Tom uh you know our friend Mac McAllister is coming in from from Ireland tomorrow for for about 5 days. You going to be able to to hang out with us for a bit at any point?
1: Uh at some point, yeah. You better come. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you just got to let me know what you're doing and if you're down here, you know, hanging out with uh, over at uh, Shamalville at any point. <laughs>
0: Okay, fair enough. A
1: karaoke um, on, we gonna do my job? Do
0: you know that? Uh,
2: <laughs>
0: can't find a better man. Do you know that Tom Fogarty at when we went to karaoke uh, for my thirtieth birthday with uh, Mac? Oh, um, Tom said he would only do a song if they had Bees in the Trap by Nicki Minaj. Oh.
1: And they didn't.
0: <laughs> they did not. No. No good. But Lulu did not. Lulu killed it. Happy early birthday to, to Lulu as well. Yeah, I'll let her know. Lulu! <laughs> All right, Tom, who have you got for us for the Hot Mess Awards?
1: Okay, well, my first Hot Mess is apparently Victoria no longer has a secret because that bitch is out the box. Ooh. You've heard about uh, Miranda Kerr, supposedly... Uh, Orlando Bloom left her over her beaver fever? (laughs) Yeah. What? She's she's 30 and apparently has been texting and sexting with the beebs.
0: Wow.
1: It seems that she's trading one elf for another.
0: I knew he was going through a breakup, Orlando Bloom, but I had no idea it had to do with Justin Bieber.
1: Yeah, apparently that's, that's the cause. Or so. Oh, they God. Think. And that she has even taught their little child to say Bieber fever.
2: Oh, my. That's like dating a child. They
1: have a know. kid together? Yeah. They have a child together? Yeah, oh, my God. That's probably how they hooked up, you know, shotgun style. Oh, my goodness. Yep. <sighs> 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 Jeez. Well, you know, I guess people like... Little elves with big shillelys. <laughs> <laughs> big shamalis <laughs>
0: And who is your second hot mess?
1: My second hot mess has gotta be Kanye. I'm beginning to think that bitch might be bipolar. <laughs> Coming out and uh, saying yeah. that he and Kim are are more influential than the Obamas. Ooh. And that when it comes to clothing no one's looking at what Michelle is wearing. But they're checking out Yikes. and tweeting about what Kim is wearing all the time and that Kim should be on the cover of Vogue where Obama's been on twice now. Barbara Walters is calling her up every day. Sweet Jesus. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he I think he has drunk the Kardashian Kool Aid. <laughs>
0: Do you think he'll start uh cross dressing with Bruce? Maybe. We just threw them a hook up. <laughs> I saw Bruce uh, pushing a, a shopping cart, some video of the uh, you know, some paparazzi was asking him some questions, why weren't you at the engagement party? And he really looked like an old lady. He had like a yeah. ponytail sticking out the back of his hat and everything.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: It's sad. <laughs>
0: and who or what is your third hot mess, sire?
1: My final hot mess is this fucking North Dakota Nazi mom that's going to give fat kids letters to give to their parents saying that they're obese instead of candy tomorrow night.
0: (laughs) Oh, my God.
1: Yeah. She's taking it upon herself to, like, inform the parents of these children that maybe if they were doing a better job, their children wouldn't be morbidly obese, and therefore she can't see giving them candy. You know what? Give them some fucking sugar-free candy and shut the fuck up. Yeah. Uh, no, stigmatizing geez. these kids. You know, because say four kids go the door, and one's a little chunky fuck. You know, and three of them yeah. get candy, and this one gets a fucking letter to go home to his parents. Yeah. <laughs> that is.
2: Yeah, like
1: that kid's not going to get his ass kicked the next day. <laughs> we
0: should all agree. That's out so right fucked now. up. It's like, uh, you got...
1: You need to show up with, like, reindeer shit in a bag and light it.
2: (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) (laughs) You said that a whole new level, Tom. I like that.
1: Yeah, fuck doggy style. We need to put, like, some caribou shit up in a bag and light that bitch's porch up.
0: (laughs) Yeah. That's so fucked up because they're going to come to the door, and she has to actually analyze each and every child. Yeah. And it's it's just a whole it's a very judgmental I I mean I was a a fat kid. Uh were were you a fat kid weeks?
2: Hell yeah, you know, I, you know, I'm still a fat yeah.
0: kid. We we were fat <laughs> kids in in that session. That would have scarred me for life.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. That would have been The fact that response. my clothes
1: came from the Husky counter like has still stuck with me. <laughs>
2: yeah. Oh. Yeah. So, yeah,
1: fuck <laughs> her. That's what I got to say. And I hope they I, – I have the feeling it's not going to be a pleasant evening for her now that this has gotten out. That's
2: right. She, like, like called the up a fucking station.
1: radio
0: station to say this, that yeah. that's what she was going to wow. do.
1: Wow. I mean, she might be run out of town before it's all over. I mean, because that's just – I was going to say, you think there's
0: going to be protesters out there?
1: I can't imagine.
2: you know maybe, yeah. uh-huh.
1: maybe the fucking Phelps people will show up there for a change.
0: <laughs> obesity is against the bible along with adultery and god hates case mm-hmm. yep. well moving on to happier things it's time to get lubed up and jack off are you ready uh, sire
1: holla holla
0: all right let's do it
1: okay ohio says that it doesn't have enough went to to execute child killer Ronald Phillips next month. So it plans to use the untested combination of the sedative, midazolam and the painkiller hydromorphone. Thankfully, Conrad Murray, who was just released, said, I'm out, and I got your back, boo.
2: <laughs> <laughs> what a good guy, Conrad Murray. Yeah, <laughs> Conrad,
0: Conrad Murray, Murray man. <laughs> a stranger picked up a single woman's tab in Raleigh, North Carolina, last Friday and left a heartfelt note delivering his gratitude for how wonderfully she was raising her children. The woman then admitted she felt guilty for kidnapping those polite kids.
2: <laughs> oh, that's not honest oh, 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 oh. <laughs> It had come to light recently that President Obama didn't know about the NSA tapping, uh, taping one of the world leaders' phones or the disastrous rollout of healthcare.gov. It also turns out he also just found out he can live in the White House. Duh.
1: <laughs> yeah, where Kanye and Kim apparently should be. That's right. <laughs> in other news, the only way to fix a broken, archaic healthcare system is with a snazzy, modern, broken-ass Canadian-manufactured website. <laughs> oh.
2: <laughs> <laughs> President Obama just found out he's married to the first lady. <laughs> oh,
0: Suzanne Bang, Summers Oh, baby! Suzanne Summers called Obamacare a Ponzi scheme. In response, President Obama called her Scimaster infomercials a boner killer.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. I like that. I like that. Mm-hmm. President Obama just found out he has two daughters.
1: <laughs>
0: Jesus.
2: <laughs> Jesus. Weeks. The
1: Jonas Brothers
0: told the Jonas Brothers told their fans via Twitter this week, "It's over for now." Turns out they meant to send that tweet back in 2009. Oh. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's so
1: sad. Oh. Uh, did they ever have a hit on the radio?
0: On um, Disney no. radio, I'm sure.
1: Yeah, but I mean did they ever have a hit? No.
0: Not that I know I of.
1: They did. Anywho, how <laughs> uh, following yet another oh, shit balls. Beyonce <laughs> photo bombed a concert goer in Australia. <laughs> This is the first major Australian bomb since that boring-ass 1998 U.S. Open final between Patrick Rafter and Mark Philippoussis. <laughs> <laughs> but they sure were cute, the Irish and the Greek. <laughs> yes, they w-
0: Yeah, well, uh, Philippoussis more my type. Rafter kind of had a Bruce Jenner thing going on.
1: Yeah, he was that, that hairy dude. He was kind of cute. <laughs> Didn't he always wear the d rag too? Didn't wasn't his head always bandanaed up? Yeah, you're right. Who
0: Raptor? No, Kevin, he always had the the things under the eyes though, the like the little sunblock things. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Okay. Um, Kevin Klein recently said President Obama told the actor his movie Dave made being president look easy. What also made being president look easy?
2: 2001 to 2008. Oh! That, that
1: was good. That was a witty. I
2: like that. That's a good one. President <laughs> uh, <laughs> Obama just found out. He can move out of his Chicago studio apartment. Wow. <laughs> all, all right. We uh, would we, get it. And in with his mother-in-law. <laughs>
1: well, Sam, look how much they have in common, he and Kanye. <laughs> True. Wow. Following yet another Chris Brown arrest this past Sunday in Washington, D.C. for attacking a man outside the hotel, Mike Tyson is worried about the young singer. He said, apparently he misunderstood what triple threat meant.
2: (laughs) This was well done. Well done.
0: Very (laughs) nice. Mike Tyson is worried about another guy getting too aggressive. That's the joke,
2: asshole. <laughs> oh. Die Hard <laughs> director, John McKiernan, is in jail for his alleged involvement with infamous private investigator Anthony Pelicano, a man known for wiretapping and other suspicious activities. To which the NSA said, Ah, you got jail time for that? If you shot a motherfucker.
1: John McCain has expressed concerns about voting for the Employment Discrimination Act, or INDA, which would prohibit workplace discrimination based on sexual orientation or gender identity. It turns out McCain isn't actually against it. He's just self-conscious about having had a rumpus time in Thailand with Somalias and ping-pong balls.
0: <laughs> <And Jim. laughs>
2: what of JJ? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Fish. Apparently, one was doing it with live goldfish.
2: Oh man! Oh. Ew. Yeah. And a piran,
0: a piranha.
2: Yeah. Oh, oh. How about those? Uh, how about those penis-eating fishes? Remember those? Tom?
1: <laughs> I peg your bottom.
2: <laughs> <All> what? <right. laughs> Why <What>? are <laughs> those, 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 those those penis-eating fishes? Those, I don't I forgot what they were called.
0: <laughs> I peg your bottom. Oh, huh? Right, right. Oh, those those yeah, the testicle-eating fishes.
1: Oh yeah, That's a... <laughs> <What>? <laughs> that's a <bad laughs> In the bowl Not your nuts
0: <laughs> You stick they feet In your fish bowl Yeah you know fish When balls. you go And
1: you get that pedicure And those little fish Come along And they chew Oh the- <laughs> Yeah I
0: know
1: that Damn you got Scaly nuts son If you gotta have Fish do that
2: <laughs> <laughs> we- You got some Flaky balls Flaky balls Gaming grandma was caught on tape, cursing and screaming while playing Grand Theft Auto 5. It turns out she wanted a vent frustration because of a price hike in her gas bill. She yelled things like, 20% price hike? You steaming bitches. Have some of this. Ashton then said, honey, will you calm down and stop playing that game? <laughs> okay, sorry.
0: <laughs> and...
2: <laughs> and that was. <laughs> uh, you were.
0: Do- I thought you were doing a brilliant sort of Ricky Gervais like pause,
2: you know, so I we could you really. This
1: we're nibbling on his
2: nuts again. <laughs> no,
1: <laughs> she had to giggle. The Google Smart Search nears production. Next up, the teleporting cock ring.
0: Did you say smart search? The smart who? (laughs) Smart
1: ass. I think it
0: was. I think it was a smart watch. No. Oh,
1: the smart watch. Smart ass. Nearest production. (laughs) Next up, the teleporting cut ring.
0: (laughs) Very nice. Very nice. The latest. (laughs) No, not there, there. Dennis. Blonde today, did you? The latest rage is taking selfies at funerals. One youngster even took a shot of himself in the mirror without realizing his dead grandma was in the background. His grandma was so upset she jumped out of her casket and exclaimed, you disrespectful bitch, have some of this. Threw some punches, set her grandson on fire, and blew up a gas rig from a helicopter. Go,
1: Granny. Go, Granny. It's your birthday. It's
2: your birthday. (laughs)
0: Turtle, turtle, rap.
2: (laughs) The people behind the Obamacare website botched the site's launch. To compensate for wasted time, the government is offering free sloppiness of doom, which will then be given by my my brother nightmares about my own head. (laughs) Uh (laughs) It's a long story. My brother brother and I used to play Doom a lot. And uh, apparently I scared my brother so much that he had nightmares of... And there's like these (laughs) flying pumpkins that shoot fireballs out of their mouths. And he had a nightmare where my head was chasing him throughout the maces in Doom. Wow. And he's been been scared of me ever since.
0: Wow. (laughs) (laughs) I think, Fogarty, you, you have a good head to be, you know, just a head chasing villains. And whatever they were in Doom,
1: I pegged the bottom. <laughs>
0: I mean, but you know, I feel like you have with that mane, those locks of yours. It would be a nice. It would be you, they would they would flow in the wind, and you would oh, be right, you know all chasing these 180
2: hairs <laughs> I have left. <laughs> that would make a good uh, floating head. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah.
0: So uh, where are we here? Oh, German Chancellor. Angela Merkel said the U.S. was using police state tactics by spying on her mobile phone. I'm going to repeat that because I don't think you were listening. Ah. The German chancellor is accusing the U.S. of operating a police state, asshole.
2: <laughs> Bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs>
1: This week marks a year after Hurricane Sandy struck the Jersey Shore, leaving a big, fat mess to terrorize New Jersey. But enough about Chris Christie.
2: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> My Mind, Tony <laughs> uh. Was he My mind, Tony Collins What did you say, Lee? Mind, mind, Tony it. Calder has totally and been charged <laughs> for... <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh man, oh my oh my, okay, there well, it goes. Mine <laughs> mind, Tony Calder has been charged for driving under the influence while riding drunk on his lawnmower. He's been charged with manslaughter and the reckless endangerment of millions of blades of grass. Uh... <laughs> uh, and
1: in response to that, Maine main Tony Calder said
0: <laughs> Ray Kelly got booed off stage from a speech he was to give at Brown University. <laughs> Brown University about proactive policing in America's biggest city. Noticeably peeved, Kelly came back and shot each black student 41 times.
1: Julianne Huff was under attack this week for her silly little Halloween costume. In her defense, poor Julianne thought the show was called Orange is the New Blackface.
0: (laughs) I, I, I stole that joke from you, Fogarty.
1: Okay.
0: <laughs> and with
1: that, I'm going to make like I got four wheels and I'm Audi. Oh! All right, man. Good night, man. Thank Go you, there, man. Dude. Let no, me it's
0: know it's when you and the hood. ping night. pong balls. Yeah, we're going to get our ping pong balls. We're going to shoot them out of our cunts. <laughs> <Goal> <laughs>
2: fish, uh,
0: and all fish. right. Good night, Kevin.
2: Good night, man. Good night.
0: Bye. Bye. Oh, man. <laughs> um, I just called him the captain. Good night, captain.
2: I like that. I like good night, captain. Good night, wizard. Good night, whiz. <laughs> nope. Nobody beats wiz. wizard. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, uh, so y- you mentioned to me that uh, the, turn- if I could turn back time remix featured on the Blazing Rap backstage program has become your life. How has this song changed your life?
2: Oh, my God. Um, Well, first of all, whenever I hear that song, I always think of the song that you made, the the remix. Secondly, I I thought Cher was great before the remix. Now she's my favorite artist of all time. (laughs) (laughs) Third of all, I'm telling you right now, when I heard that song, I listened to it at least a dozen times immediately after that. Then I I just lost it. I kind of like... I uh, went through like an enlightenment where I went, you know, I, I broke down. I had like a mental breakdown. It was such a good song. It was like beauty at its uh, at its core. It a great song. I love <laughs> it. It changed my entire life. It changed my entire outlook on everything. I love it. It's the greatest song of all time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and it and it kept you up at night, and you couldn't get to work on time, and you couldn't get anything yeah. done.
2: Yeah, I couldn't get anything done. I probably uh, endangered my career uh, because of that song. But I think it was well worth it. I was I was, I was losing my job because of it. <laughs>
0: you know what? One of my favorite quotes from last week of yours was was when you said, "That doesn't even sound like comedy to me. That sounds like a chaotic conversation with an Asian man."
2: <laughs> That's right. That was that sounds that that com- that didn't even sound like comedy. That sounds just like. My regular conversation with my takeout delivery guy, my Chinese takeout delivery dude. It sounded <laughs> ridiculous.
0: So I looked up this horse that, you know, killed its
2: sculptor at the
0: uh, Denver airport.
2: Yeah?
0: Yeah, and uh, th- so here are some of the nicknames. The horse is called Blue Mustang, and we know it's a blue horse that, whose eyes light up red. It's terrifying. Um Bryce brought me there at 5 o'clock in the morning, pitch blackout. That fucking horse was creepy as all hell. I thought we were in the midst of a horror movie. But they call the horse, they call it, these are the nicknames for Blue Mustang. That's the name of it, Blue Mustang. They call the horse Devil Horse, Satan's Steed, Blue Stallion of Death, and this is my favorite, Blucifer. <laughs>
2: Horse is the devil, man. I, I I don't know what to say about that horse. That horse is scary as hell, man. I'm not going anywhere near that airport now. I'm scared to, to death of that horse. This is the the, the horse of uh, Lucifer. This is probably one of the, well, the four horsemen
0: <laughs> of the apocalypse.
2: This is the, one of the four horsemen of the apocalypse. You're exactly right. And, and the legless uh, horse name is the, the guy who rides him. <laughs>
0: Speaking of the legless horse mane that who fucking died, you insensitive bastard. I, I'm sorry, uh, the, I'm sorry, This so the horse's sculptor was killed by the The horse's sculptor was killed by the horse sculpture because a piece of the sculpture fell on the leg, severed an artery, and the sculptor oh. died. Uh, so oh. his you know it's like Vigo. It 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 came alive and, and was possessed and killed the dude. Um now when I said that last week, John Weeks, your reaction, this was your reaction. Ja wow. That is real? That is sick. That is great. <laughs> Explain.
2: <laughs> well, you, know, you can't you can't make that stuff up, man. That's like something out of a horror movie. That is something out of a horror movie. I mean, the British culture that he created, you know. Is the, the reason for his death in the end. I mean, if that sculpture is not haunted, I don't know what the hell is, man. Uh, uh, <laughs> it's sick and gross that somebody died, but it's it's also terrifying. I I don't know what to say about that, man. They're, you know, oh, God, man, I, I think either he, that horse is evil or, or his spirit has taken over the horse. Uh, either way, I don't want to see no horses in the, that airport. That's Denver, right? I ain't yeah. going to Denver anymore.
0: Yeah. Denver. Have you been to Denver? It's beautiful.
2: No, no, I'm not. I'm I'm never going to be in Denver anymore. Unless I drive. uh, drive That's it. I'm scared now.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, really, like, it's the worst when you're you're in a car on your way. Because getting to Denver is not bad because you don't really see the front of the horse. I don't even know if you see the horse at all, but entering the airport is, uh, just terrifying and you know you got the, the the clouds and the night sky and the I mean it's even worse at sunrise when you got all the different colors in the sky it really looks like that horse is going to fly onto you and attack you like it did its master. <laughs> um, the other thing I guess at the Denver airport they have a bear that peeks into windows like a statue of a bear window shopping.
2: Oh my god what is this like a Petto bear? What is this bear? That just sounds really creepy, actually. A bear that peeps in the windows? What is this bear? <laughs> this, this is a naughty bear. This is a naughty nasty did bear. You,
0: did you say is this Care Bear? What did you say?
2: No, no, I said is this petal bear. Have you ever seen petal bear on YouTube? Oh, it's it messed no. up. What's no. What's Meadow bear? No, Pet-o, pedo, P E D. O. petal bear. He's like, oh no, uh, god. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you know you know what I mean. Uh it's it's really kind of disturbing. It's like this cartoon of a bear who molests children, but uh and people think it's funny. But I've seen it on YouTube once and it's really disturbing. But uh that sounds really disturbing actually either way. The, the peeping Tom Bear
0: Yeah, yeah. You have the peeping Tom Bear and the murderous horse.
2: I ain't never going to Denver, man. Denver is off my cities. It's off my bucket list, man. I ain't going to Denver, ever, 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 ever.
0: <laughs> you have pedophiles and murderers.
2: <laughs> All the damn animals are out there to get you, man. If, if it ain't the yeah, they and they're there. They're,
0: man, they're not even animals. there by accident. It's not like a horse and bears is wandering through. They were put there intentionally. Oh,
2: my God. It's like I'm the GM of horrors over there with, with the horse's <laughs> and the, uh, the the bear's they, they I bet they come alive, too, on Halloween night. So, to, you know, to, you know to, uh, tomorrow, <laughs> it's not good night to be around there. Ooh, I am not going to Denver anymore. <laughs> Were you going
0: to go to Denver tomorrow?
2: I was going. I was thinking about it, but now I ain't never going to Denver.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: what do you think the dog Mousy that lives by itself is doing right now?
2: Well, M- Mousy is out trick or treating by herself. After she gets some candy, after, after she gets some candy, mine, she uh, sits on their on people's uh, you know welcome mat and walks away and steps in it before she uh, leaves. <laughs> yeah, that's what Mouse is doing. She's trick or treating and sitting on people's welcome mats. <laughs> there you
0: go. And she's she's taking pictures of the fat kids and reporting them to her, their parents.
2: Yes, yeah, next year you're gonna start reporting these uh, kids like DCF, former Children and Families, getting them, their parents in trouble or something. It's just ridiculous. Uh,
0: I thought you said I thought you said DTF. I thought we were back with the petal bear again.
2: <laughs> no, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for bringing up petal bear. It was. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, so, what's your favorite scene? in she's the main man with the bang. The main man.
2: Oh man! Well, you probably saw my. Uh... Facebook status about this, and I don't think I'm gonna deliver this right because I got, I'm holding these papers and, and the wind is like going 40 miles an hour. But <laughs> I don't think I saw know. this. I
0: don't think I saw this.
2: Well, you know, okay, all right, here it goes. This is my, my favorite scene. The scene in my, my which is your mind, would be reminded by mind uh, is <laughs> definitely the movie No Country for Old Mains, <laughs> and one of my, <laughs> one
0: of oh, my favorite scenes. Oh yes, they did. Scene. Yes, they did.
2: One of my mm-hmm. favorite scenes is, is Amanda Bynes as the character Sheriff Ed Tom Bell, this sheriff chasing down this crazed maniac, who in turn is chasing down this old Vietnam vet uh, who's apparently taking some of his money. So the sheriff has gone through like these falls and tribulations throughout the movie, and at the end there's this strange scene. Uh, you know, I think it's a beautiful, beautifully done, eloquent scene by uh, Amanda Bynes. And she looks an awful lot, lot like Tommy Lee Jones. I don't know how she pulled that off, but it was, it was an amazing job. Amazing job. See, all, the, all the wrinkles, everything was perfect. Even the, the voice. So, and there's this end where, she, where uh, she's recounting her dreams, and it's, it's supposed to be really meaningful and you know, have a deep impact, and a lot of people don't like it, but I like that. That was an incredible scene. But here it goes. All right. A man's a And she's a main man. In the movie No Country for All Minds, Main. Uh, okay, <laughs> okay. alright she's uh, basically talking to her wife about uh, these dreams <sighs> alright where is it
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's the brilliant okay, We uh, again
2: <laughs> alright uh, okay maybe I'll go riding. Oh okay you know what? <laughs> what, do you, what, what do you think well, I can't plan today. I mean, would you care to join me? Lord, no, I'm not retired. Maybe I'll help out here then. Uh You better not. How'd you sleep? I don't know. I had dreams. Well, you got time for them now. Anything interesting? They always is to the party concerns. Ed, Tom, I'll be polite. All right, then. Two of them. Both of them had my father in them. It's peculiar. I'm older now than he ever was by 20 years. So in a sense, he's a younger man. Anyway, the first one, I don't remember that one too well. About so meeting him in town somewhere, and he gave me some money. i right, turning the page. So this is your... <laughs> uh, I think I lost it. Second one, it was like we were both back in older times. And I was a horseback going through the mountains of a night, going through this pass in the mountains. It was cold, there was snow on the ground, and he rode past me and kept on going. Never said nothing going by, just rode on past. He had his blanket wrapped around his shoulders and his head was down. When he rode past, i seen he was carrying fire in a horn, you know, the way people used to do. And I, I could see the horn from the light inside of it, about the color of the moon. And in the dream, I knew that he was. He was going on ahead, he was fixing to make me a fire somewhere. And all their, that cold and all that dark. And I knew that whenever I got there, he'd be there. And then I woke up. And that's the end of the scene. And that that scene was really powerful to me. Amanda Bynes, Amanda Bynes Bynes in that movie.
0: Blew me wow.
2: And, and, uh, Very nice. A lot, a lot of people don't like that scene, but I really like that. I, I think I know what the meaning is, but uh, it's, it's up to, inter- you know, each individual's interpretation. But that was my favorite scene. She's a main man. She's a main man, main and no country for all main manes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that was a, a, a much better acting than last week's acting.
2: <laughs> Thank you. Last week, I don't think I could get much worse than last week. <laughs> Cause I think it's because last week.
0: Last week you were doing a dialogue between two people. This time it was just a monologue, you know, so it was more natural, I think.
2: You're right. Exactly correct, yes.
0: This yeah. is why you are the yeah. true
2: actor, sir. Yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, my favorite scene, and she's the main man with the bang to main man, is when, well, she meets this, uh, this, this rookie cop. Um, this, this white guy, and she, she plays uh, an African-American man. It's a bit controversial. Uh, and she is partnered up with him, and, and she takes him around town, and, uh, and she keeps calling him my N-word. And that, that I thought, was very odd. Uh, but then, at some point, uh, she just, she yelled, she has kind of a breakdown. I'm pretty sure it's before she gets uh, blown to bits she yells out, King Kong ain't got nothing on me <laughs> And that's my favorite scene she's the bang Man with a bang bang. I love that movie. That
2: was great. She and did that. Real emotional. Who 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 did that? She was she was phenomenal in that. I love that movie. Loved oh yes.
0: Brain. Yes. <laughs> phenomenal. <laughs> uh all right, well I can think huh?
2: <laughs> no, 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 no. Phenomenal, man,
0: phenomenal! <laughs> ain't no better way to end the show than by saying if it ain't showbiz, it ain't a biz. Um, if you have a, a, a Barbie doll, set her on fire. Hit the brakes, Florence. And, hey, tomorrow's Halloween. Enjoy. Go have fun, gang. Just don't get too crazy. Don't beat anyone up. Don't get yourself murked. And uh, we'll, we'll catch you next, uh, next Wednesday at 9. Uh, also, on the Blaze and Rye proper program, on Monday at 6 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time, special time, we have got rock and roll music legend Tommy James. Uh, check, Yeah, check that out. This guy wrote a bunch of songs that like were, can have been covered by so many people, Billy Idol and yeah, the whole Tiffany. I think we're alone now. That was Tommy now. James, man. He did. Uh, um,
2: here, here we go da, 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 Money, money. What'd you say?
0: We. We're alone now. <laughs> I love Tommy James. He's terrible. He's,
2: he's a legend. Oh, that's gonna yes. be a show to watch and listen to,
0: man. <laughs> well, yeah, listen to. You can't really watch it. Maybe you just be watching the chat room, um, that's right. which is fine. Anyway, uh we'll we'll catch you guys next week. Happy Halloween. And uh, you know, maybe the normal thing is these ladies that get their cocks cut into tiny tiny little itty bitty titty tit 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 vaginas, weeks.
2: That's right. Hey, if, if, if it's in, you got you gotta do it, you know? I'm down. Yeah. <laughs> Good night, weeks. Good night everyone. <laughs> no.
0: Wait, wait, weeks, I fucked up the outro, don't go anywhere. Here we okay. go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I was giving you the applause for your brilliant performance tonight, and I fucking Thank hit the you, wrong sir. button. Thank you, I could have done it
2: without you. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for making my week, All right. Sir, Good... you know.
0: Yeah. Yes. Thank you for getting us over the hump. <laughs> Truly appreciated. Much obliged. And go Thank turn you. back time, fam. Good night, week. Good night, everyone. Everybody. Good night.
2: Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween, Happy Halloween man.